healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Oh my gosh, lady, lady journey. journey. Here we are. We're so excited, everyone, because we have a new amazing producer, Lex. Thank you, Lex. Thank you for being here. We're so excited. I was saying, like, oh my God, is it going to be a different vibe to have a third party in the room yeah. while we chit chat? Because, like, beforehand, it just was. It was just us, just go, us. going off, and and actually nothing's changed, and we've 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 really, we've said heinous things already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Lex has not judged us, so we do appreciate it. Yeah, and the rule is to delete raw files after we've uploaded to YouTube. Yes, and never speak of this. <laughs> what well, it stays within the journey. Yes, what happens here oh stays gosh. here. I'm so I'm so happy to be here. As everyone knows, I'm now in therapy, and I have been having vicious anxiety, which I thought was just getting scared. I thought I just got scared at night. Yeah, I thought, and then to, it's fascinating that you found out that you're, it's not depression, but you're like, why isn't it depression if it feels like depression? Yeah, well, I was just getting depressed when I ran out of energy from worrying. Yeah, that's that's what was happening. So, so I have I've turned a new corner. It's springtime. Uh, it's a new me. I'm reinventing myself. Um, now I've been parting my hair on the side again so <laughs> here <bad>. I am <laughs> here I am I reinvented myself to my old self I love um yeah changing apart sometimes if you're like you know there's a thought in a it's like uh if you're like depressed or having bad thoughts it's like change a thought move a muscle but I yes. like the idea or change your part change your part change your life <laughs> Well, I had I had fully committed to the middle part because I did not want people to think I was being chuggy. Yes, um, but I have a fear, uh, not a fear, but I feel like um, these things are going to come back because they're always cyclical. Yes, and they don't now. Things trans um, cycle are only like five months. Yes, it's true. And so side parts are back now. Yeah, yeah. Now and middle parts jeans. are chuggy, and people are going back to indie sleaze again. Yes, everything. So. Yes, it's right. It's what I was. Um, um, learning for the upcoming episode, um, which I'm very excited about, the fast fashion episode, is there used to be four seasons and now there are 52. Yeah. So <laughs> just wait a couple weeks and then put your skinny jeans back on. I because know. Because it's madness out there and it's all going into the ocean. Yeah. So tune and in for the, on the fast fashion episode. The beach of Chile. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they love it. They love, they love it. it. I We always wonder, because it also ro- washes up on the shore of like Africa, where it probably was originally made that you wonder if some of the employee or workers are like, I remember making this top. Yeah. It was hey, last year. Yeah. <laughs> it was four months ago. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Lady Journey. I am so thrilled to be doing this latest batch of episodes because not only do we have a big um, number of new Patreon subscribers, Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys have been um, making uh, so many things possible for us. Now we can outsource the um, technology. Yeah. So now we won't we won't be um, screwing it up as we have been. We're putting it together really fast uh, midnight of. Yes. Yeah. We will now be providing a more seamless technological experience. So thank you. And also um, we have uh, an incredible person Jacob Downey please check out his YouTube um, youtube.com slash Jacob E Downey he is a stone expert and he has provided us with a generous donation of mystical and magical stones for our upcoming patreon dedications and I love him I really enjoy his channel and I have subscribed to it so check it out Jacob Downey and his YouTube is um, Jacob E Downey so this first stone is Whoopsie. Oh, okay. Broken. And it is broken. Um, 
this is a ruby. How incredible is this? It's a flat ruby. Gorgeous. Isn't that crazy? I really got in on TikTok. I got into Tumblr. Oh, rock yes. tumblers. Rock tumbling. It's so <laughs> relaxing. So I was relaxing. like, it's been in there for eight weeks. I'm so excited. <laughs> What's it doing in there? I feel like that's what I'm trying to do with my life. Yeah. I'm just rock tumbling, rock tumbling myself. <laughs> um, it's a ruby. This one is going out for Jason. Jason, this ruby. Oh, how precious is dedicated to you. This is for improved energy, concentration, creativity, honor, and loyalty. So get out there and write that screenplay, Jason. This yes. is your weekend. And next up, now look at this. This is a sapphire. How incredible is this? It's Isn't a it, raw sapphire. It looks so basic. It's like, so basic. I would not yeah. even pick this up on the street. Yeah, if you saw this as a pebble, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But actually, it's a rare gemstone. And that's that's actually kind of what Lady Journey is. <laughs> we are a diamond in the rough of the podcasting world. Yes. And that's why and this is an analogy for us. This is going out to Lisa. Lisa, welcome aboard the journey. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, this is for calming the mind, mental clarity, and it dispels depression. And it's clearly worked for me because now I know that I just have anxiety. Yes. <laughs> I only get depressed when my anxiety is um, exhausting me. Yes. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, Jason and Lisa. Those are our Patreon dedications for the day. And I'm really excited about, we have been on a journey together, a secret journey. A very, very secret journey um, for since... Well, it started a, almost a year ago. Actually, it started three years ago in the beginning of pandemic. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was not on board then. No, you weren't on board. That was we, before my time. Uh, kept a secret. I guess the, I'll just say the announcement and then I'll get to it. Because then the, you just start telling the story and they're like, wait, is she? Yeah. yeah. What, what is she talking about? Yeah. yeah. So um, so I'm pregnant. I'm ha <gasps> Joe and I are going to have a baby. Yes. Yes. And uh, so I'm out of the first trimester. I'm 16 weeks and two days. I just went to the ultrasound this morning, and he's he's huge. He's better than ever. <laughs> he's in the 91 percentile. Oh. Um, he's got all of his parts, and he's growing um, right on cue. Now, what size of fruit is he now? He's an th that's avocado. That's my only frame of reference. He's already an avocado? He's an avocado, so he's oh six God. to eight ounces. They said he's running a little long. Oh, I know. long boy. But I was like, Joe is a loomster. The, which is the long fry in a in a um, fry pack. Oh, I did not know that. The I didn't Loomster. know that. Or, I think it's just a regional thing. So, yes, we... Um, I'm so excited. Finally, uh, yes, it happened. We uh, Joe changed his mind about kids the beginning of pandemic. Mm -hmm. I think because of Gary Veter's baby. Oh, my God. His baby is so cute. And yes. I will not say the baby's name to protect his identity. But exactly. I saw the Mother's Day photo that they posted. And... <gasps> Adorable. He is so chunkalicious. I can't stop. That actually might have brought me wanting to have kids yes. because I cannot describe how cute that baby is. I and know. he looks naughty too. Like he's just running around being naughty. Yeah, mischievous. Exactly. Uh, well, yes, he's got that. He I want to describe him, but you also that would be the same as giving his name as well, kind of. I will say this. He is a redhead. And <laughs> I can't. I cannot stop with it. The rarest. Oh, my God. The cutest. Um. So it's like a little leprechaun. I know. <laughs> Just running around doing nonsense. And this height probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, St. Patty's. Um, yeah. So. so we started in pandemic and then I was under the notion. I'm so stupid when it comes to this stuff because you're like, I hear women get pregnant all the time in their 40s. Yeah. And yeah. then you don't realize it's because they've had 
a lot of help and sometimes it's just luck it's just luck yeah it's so it's so complicated with fertility because you know really the right time for your body to be having kids is like 16 and pregnant and that's our society (laughs) is like that's wrong like women need to have a life you know I know but it is true I think neighbor Gatsi had a joke about that like uh and other people like it is really the best time to have a kid it's not like you want to promote teen pregnancy but like the parents have to automatically help yeah yes you you are getting raised by a village when you're a teen mom and then your body bounces back and then by the time you're like 36 you have your ged yeah you're good and you can now live your life again at 36 yes um so we're on the old side so that's why it took a while so it went through two miscarriages we did add one miscarriage and then that took a year to get pregnant and then it was a miscarriage um which I knew that was expected to be honest like every it's so weird it doesn't feel like it happens a lot but I everyone you talk to seems to be they have miscarriages yeah well I don't know if it's more common now because of like environmental factors like BPA or it's just like now it's not like you're shamed for speaking up about the fact that you went through something horrific yeah and (laughs) well and I knew so the first time I got pregnant so it took a year to get to that almost and I was I didn't attach myself because I was just like you know there is a high probability this might not make it and it didn't and it's still a bummer and then um we so I was like you know what being all that it took me a year and now I'm approaching I think 42 or 43 let's look into fertility and see what our options were and so we just decided the I joke about this but uh so the one option was use my own eggs and harvest them and see if we could get a batch out of that but we were told to have a child uh, be born was something like a six percent chance oh that's bad odds and it was something like sixty thousand dollars or we could do an egg donor which is about half as much as that and uh you get a sixty percent chance and I was like well it's just better business it's better business yeah. it is I was like I that's just such a high risk and I just decided that like I don't think DNA dictates whether you like something more or not. You no, know what I mean? No, um, Because, like, people love their pets just as much as they love babies. And yeah. the, I know I know there will probably be some people that are like, it's not the same. And I'm like, no, I totally get it. But I think the love is can be 100%. the same. 100%. When I was teaching preschool, I would have taken a bullet for any of my little cute students. I, yeah. like, really love them with, a, like, an intense maternal love. Yeah. Probably too much. Their parents are like, can you stop <laughs> hugging our child? And like, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the last day that I taught preschool my, before I, I left to, you know, really go hard with stand up, I took a video of all my students. I made them say, I love you, Miss Katie. <laughs> and it's like, that do was you probably, have it? I do have it. It's probably unprofessional of me to do that. But <laughs> they're sweet. I, I always did feel like that. I felt like, you know, who knows what will happen on my different journey. But I think that maternal love is not is definitely not biological. Yeah. These children are so special and beautiful. Yeah. And it's um, you all like being all that I get to have the baby grow inside me. I feel like then you have a bond. But I know that that doesn't even dictate love. Yeah. I mean, how many 
there you just hear all these stories about mom it's so crazy like moms can just give birth and just walk away yeah yeah but well, I'm like that's wild I know I think it's <laughs> it's also like well you were saying because you were having some morning sickness and you were like I can't believe like how little people like recognize this as a thing and I think it's so the entire experience of pregnancy and motherhood is like kind of enshrouded and in, uh, in women being like everything's fine yeah I'm good well I kept thinking like that you're never supposed to talk about your pregnancy in the first trimester because of superstition I guess mainly on the fact that uh, there is a high chance of it not ma- making it go full term and then you'll see somebody like a year later and they're like hey how's the baby <laughs> and you're like I can't talk right now <laughs> yeah you're like you monster <laughs> um but I also was like, I think it's because they also don't want to hear us complain about it because it's just awful. Yeah. I don't under. I was so glad that I didn't have to do a nine to five during this. Oh, my God. I yeah. had to go take breaks all the time. And I didn't have throw up, but I was just always on the verge of barfing. And it made me so I had to just do the bare minimum. Um, Yeah. So we, yeah, had to do that. Uh, I'm just trying to think where we are in the story of it all in the journey oh take it back to whatever part you want I do not want to skip around but I know a couple times when you were feeling ill like I came down for lady journey I'm like hey how you doing you're like bad it was bad I I didn't I just didn't want to do anything and it wasn't just food there were some projects I was working on that hit I got right when I got morning sickness that it I affiliate this person (laughs) (laughs) you have an association of sickness you've made me ill sir (laughs) like oh my god this is so unfair to this comic that I'm helping out right now but I'm like this I can't because I just attribute you to my morning sickness that's hilarious I will get back on track I had this with pizza in my youth I threw up from pizza and I was like Uh, I will never eat pizza again and I came to so yeah it's just a thing oh what I was gonna say is like so I do think it's it I was kind of weirded out about like the egg donor thing because I also, they said it was quite normal. I was really upset that I didn't get to have my DNA in there only out of ego. Right, right. Because you want to see the science experiment of it or like what the nature is with nurture. And I was like intrigued about that. So, but I felt better when you have to go talk to like a therapist that walks you through like egg donor and also prepares you for like when the child gets to a certain age of transparency, like how to break the news and all that stuff and she made me feel better of like you have every right to mourn the loss of yourself in this oh totally that's really nice to just normalize grieving yeah well because it's I have to say it's really unfair how biologically um uh advantage I guess in that department men have like they can like Robert De Niro is fathering a child at 70 yeah although that was that baby was with a surrogate I will say so science was involved in that okay yeah well still which it's also like I mean let it go at that point like don't get (laughs) science involved you're He's I, like, peace out. Like, I know. He's not going to have, I don't know. People right. can live to 100. And that was the thing, too, is, like, <laughs> I'm old as well. And Joe and I are like, oh, my God. What are we doing? But yeah. then I'm like, men have babies all the time in their 60s. And I'm like this. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. And it's New York. Everybody. When I go to, you go to the clinic, It's you're just, like, amazed how many people in New York are just there. I saw yeah. so many comments. <laughs> 
<laughs> really? It's hilarious. Well, I know New York is such a city where it's like career first, career first. And then you're like, I've run out of time. Shit. I didn't know. Well, your fertility does drop off a, like a lot. And then after 40 every year, you're, that's why I was like, this is I I just didn't want to take a chance with my own eggs. I was like, yeah, we could spend sixty thousand dollars and I'm 50 years old. Yeah. And uh, nothing's yeah. happening. So and this was our last we were like, if nothing happens with this, then this is it. Closure. And that's the also awesome side about the kid journey. You're like, it's awesome if you can have it. But like if it doesn't happen, you're like, well, I think I could get used to the other side of it. Yeah. yeah. I'll just have iced coffee every day, <laughs> you know, and not be putting that money towards their college. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, you mean I get to travel all the time now? Yeah. Well, it is nice to hear different fr- perspectives now from people who have kids and people who don't have kids just like opening up about it. it now it feels like for, you know, our generations more than ever before about like you don't need to feel like you're childless as in you're like missing part of your life because things didn't either work out the way you wanted or you just went in a different path, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I think some people shame people for not having kids as if, like, you don't understand the meaning of life. And I just think that's just, like, you're it's a fucking true. psycho. It's true. <laughs> people love to say that, like, you'll never know love. It's like, well, I mean, I love, I do love people in my life, actually. And I think I can grasp the concept. <laughs> like, yeah. It, like fuck you with that just seems like elitism in some kind of weird way yeah i, I don't mean, even know if that's the right terminology but it it's feels some kind the same. of blind spot to to self-righteousness ins- that yeah that people are less than because of whatever choice that they made if it's kids or anything else you know but yeah i think it is elitism it's the potpourri yeah call back, call back to our candle episode <laughs> it is and then so yeah i back in i I got pregnant in the middle, like right when we started the IVF journey. So then that's why it took a little bit longer. And then I guess every time you have a miscarriage, because the it creates scar tissue. And so I had to mm. keep getting hysteroscopies. I never know how to say that. I think that's right. Um, to where they sounds painful. scrape it oh. so I can get that's because you they want they don't want the egg to land on the scar tissue because it doesn't get the Vein, the you nutrients, know, nutrients that yeah. it needs and so they just wanted to make sure um my uterus was really smooth <laughs> <laughs> i love that what a great flex <laughs> my uterus is so smooth but i have to say like i really enjoyed going under because <laughs> <laughs> oh you got a little what's that called a little free lapse a free lapse yes, yes and i when i came to also i'm like i really like who i am when i <laughs> When you're going under, you're like, I'm like the life of the party when I have a little bit of anesthesia going through me. Because it's so weird because they're like, okay, count back. And then the next thing you realize you're waking up and you have no idea how much time has gone. And you're like, it's the funkiest feeling. Am I Michael Jackson right now? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah. We'll do like several segments on it. We'll do like the IVF part of it. The maternity where I'll also talk about like the healthcare system because I, I went to spring first I went to this clin- um, OBGYN clinic in Astoria and I have to tell you I will never do anything medical 
that's not in Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Which that was the clinic that I went to when someone came in when I was getting my pap smear and someone came into the room and left the door open and it opened (laughs) into the waiting room. And I was like, um, what's going on? Yeah, it was. I remember that one because when I went there, I noticed that the bathroom was in the not like the hallway of the office. It's just like an apartment building. It was like yeah. the bathroom where you go pee in the cup was in the hallway of the building. Yes. And you're like, this doesn't With feel residents. remotely medical. <laughs> oh. And I know a comic that lives in that building and I have been to her apartment before. Yeah, it was so wild. I called it the DMV of gynecology. <laughs> like, I never met. It was, I forgot. I won't name because I should throw this business under the bus. I'll she, just leave a review. <laughs> she it was under the name of this doctor, but you never got to meet her. The doctor's not there. Yeah, no. No. And it was just it was just bad. It was also during the a little bit of coming outside of the pandemic. So like I just had to go there by myself. But I'll talk about that later. This is just an overview journey. Overview journey and just like the announcement. But like, yes, he's um very healthy. He's sixteen weeks. It's a boy. I knew it was a boy. They can they tell you the sex when the embryo is five days old. So I oh, knew wow. right when he was implanted, and it was just like the process of it too was really weird because you just go into a room and it's just like five people in the room while you're just getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was kind of like a fun date rape, <laughs> <laughs> just bizarro futurism <laughs> where it's like like when a man and a woman love each other very much, when a man and a woman and, and a, a team. team. <laughs> decide it's the right moment in her career and an ipad they're just like showing you as it like implants in and it was like you couldn't feel anything and then i just went about my day wow yeah which i guess is what happens anyway the natural way but it was just yeah it was bizarro and then now so now we finally told mostly everybody that's and then so I'm slowly exciting. talking about it on stage because now I can do bits because it sucked before. And I was like, I need new jokes, but I can't get to them. Uh, yeah. And it was also very hard for me because I'm terrible <laughs> at keeping secrets. <laughs> well, I was too because um, I'm sure Joe won't see this, but he's like, I told a few people and then he'd be like, I don't understand how this guy knew. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> either. Like, that's crazy. How's this getting out? <laughs> There must be a breach in here. Yeah, a well, mole in the yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hilarious. Well, you you always can sometimes. I find I have a sense for it with girlfriends. Not in the first trimester, certainly, but like second trimester. You know, before just before the announcement, you always get a sense when your friend is like, "I got to get home and make my mom's tuna casserole." Yeah, you're like, you're like okay, <laughs> and then a light goes off. Like, oh, yeah, that's the only reason I could eat cooked canned tuna. <laughs> or yeah, well, fortunately, since uh, I don't drink, there was never the tell sign. Yes, of like, oh, why isn't she drinking? Um, there were moments like it was happening. I had to go in for two tries because my they couldn't get my uteral lining thick enough. So awkward. <laughs> Embarrassing. Because um, it was so thin. And uh, But it, hap- it kept the timing of it all was happening around Christmas. Or no, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. The big three. The big three. So there would be like for Thanksgiving, I'd be like, I have to go now. Yeah. I, I have work yeah. on Thanksgiving Day. I'm doing a. I, we 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 said we. I had a web series. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still doing this web is series? 
Like I, I have to leave for to <laughs> not get paid. Yeah, yeah, and I miss just hustling. <laughs> <laughs> and you never know when a break's happening <laughs> at forty-two. Um, and then oh not going God. to. I didn't go to a wedding, and then I sh- went. Be- it was Mark, Norman, and May's wedding, and uh, that felt weird because I was like, we were just saying that I was sick, but then I went to ashley's show in brooklyn and i remember joy was like isn't she supposed to be at mark's wedding oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i'm sick of mark (laughs) and may and their love (laughs) i know it is funny because we had we had a a couple bits like that as well where you had to cancel last minute because you know things were different things were coming up and then the onus was on me to navigate a lie to navigate a lie yeah she has aids yeah yeah (laughs) Well, I'd be like, well, Sarah's sick. And people were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, is she's it been COVID? calling out a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, you just were sick multiple times. And I was just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> it makes me feel something's like. Something's wrong. Like the little boy from the secret garden. <laughs> just like she pale and white. Yeah. <laughs> she's an invalid now. I know. Well, it just seemed, it, it felt lame. But you can't, I just didn't want to lay burden on anyone of like the drama of it and then them asking millions of questions and then if it doesn't work it was just so it's just like weird that you have to be kind of secretive about it yeah well you do also when you have that type of priority it's like you have to you can't just be like fucking around when something that huge is at stake like well I guess I'll have a glass of wine like I'll fall down the stairs like (laughs) you know you just have to be really careful because it's like a hugely important time and and I think it is it is actually funny though because like back in the day I do feel like uh, I was I was saying this like thinking of it as a joke because like back in the day women it was always like introverted women just like I can't go out I have the vapors again (laughs) (laughs) and it was like she's just a shut-in and that's the way women are yeah well I was doing I had to cancel some spots because like you would just get really tired so I I had to tell the booker fawn oh yes and I was like please don't tell anybody else like you have to late but then I'm like sure she and I don't think people keep anything a secret. It's, it's always really like, hard. don't tell anyone or don't say it's from me is what I say. Yeah, I'm like, spread it around. <laughs> like they all know, but everyone's just quiet about it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what people should do. People, yeah. should, people should know, but they should shut the fuck up exactly. about your business. <laughs> Keeping a secret is so hard. I've rarely been able to do it in my life. Even like if I get a gift for Mike or something, I'm always like, it's a coat. <laughs> I think you're going to love it. I just don't know what it is about me. I just, you know, you can't control your thoughts. That's what I've learned in therapy. Well, you know, I think our lives generally are just mundane and I just fucking enjoy oh, a, a fucking secret. A juicy little meaty secret. I've kept a few. Yeah. And then, but I, I really want to tell them, but they're just like Ugh. life ruining. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The only secrets I keep are like ones that would like put me over the edge. And people are like, what? I'm like, can you believe it? I know. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'll I'm, tell secrets about myself sometimes. Oh, a little, a little mm. juicy drip. Yeah. If there's nothing going on, I'll just blurt it out. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who sucked their thumb till middle school? <laughs> oh my God. I did too. I sucked until, until fourth grade. Yeah. I sucked it to the point that it was like, you will have buck teeth. Oh, my trick was this. I, every time I go to sleep at night, I would put my under teeth mm. under like this to bring them back. Mm. But then it, I sometimes you're like, well, now I have Kara Knightley mouth. <laughs> Amateur orthodont- <laughs> orthodontry. I would have it where my mom would pick me up from middle school, and then as soon as I got in the back seat, I would 
um, like roll down and then suck in suck. the back. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> and then as soon as I started smoking cigarettes, went out oh, the door. Oh, you're good. I switched. That's great. To hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm so excited. I'm really excited for the um, the pregnancy journey because we're definitely going to be having some new, some different people on the podcast that we've had before, some moms who yes. are also creatives to give advice. And um, we're also going to get to do all of the fun things like baby shower. Yes. Like I already bought ba- the- some baby clothes. What'd you get? My just onesies. Everyone's oh always God, like onesies. I you oh, so cute. It's like you think that you're gonna take your kid to all these formal events, like <laughs> the baby tuxedo, a seersucker for the spring, <laughs> oh. for the infant. <laughs> like, cause you we were on the Upper East. You just it's all high end baby clothes store, and you're just like. Yeah, this is cute, but like honestly, why would I have my kid in an Easter outfit all year round? Yeah, like their bodies need to breathe. Yeah, they're in like a like a little form fitting suit, and they can't like bend their little <laughs> chubby arms. Uh, yeah, I just want to put them. I think I'm just putting them in onesies that have the drawstring on because everyone's like, yeah. you got to get to that diaper fast. Yeah. Um. And, oh, now so oh, share your due date. Oh, my due date is they said. This is really confusing, and I'll talk about this more, too. It's October 30th, and they that's when they said, but every time we go in, they're like, October 29th, and they're like, well, technically, it is the 30th, but the 29th. There's some weird shit in the pregnancy mm. world. They're like, it's actually not nine months, but it's 10. Really? Or something weird like that. There are so many things, like, also in the beginning of pregnancy, if you're, you're just going online to be like... What if there's spotting? Sometimes I, I got spotting with it's oh, called God. implanting. When it implants, you'll spot. And I that also it's like, oh, that's a good sign you're pregnant. But also it could mean you're having a miscarriage. <laughs> and you're like, well, what is that? I don't know where I'm at. Oh my God. God help us. I know. This is what I'm saying. It's like there is so much like mystique, like sh- enshrouding pregnancy where it's like you get pregnant and then you kind of just don't talk about it publicly. And then you just like let other women be tricked into like having morning sickness. And you're like, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it sucks. I Because I kept saying that to some of my friends that were pregnant and not one of them were like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a mess. But I read that morning sickness is actually a really good sign that your hormones are kicking in and doing what they need to do. Yeah. It's so just that's that, good. What is it? I think it's the HGC. You're you're just like pumped with so much of it that your body, I guess it's too much. Because that was when the first two miscarriages, I didn't have any morning sickness. That's how I kind of knew something. I wasn't mm-hmm. kind of like thinking that this was going to come out so when I you know got the news about them I wasn't super devastated you're just like bummed yeah um yeah it because like you want to talk about that too but it's it's like miscarriages in a conversation (laughs) yeah talk about the vibe another miscarriage (laughs) now the hang is ruined because I think people want to they want to feel sorry and you're like you don't have to because I just think it's just part of the process yeah um it's just more you know you're just like oh I really put hope into this but I didn't Mm -hmm. actually put that much hope into it but that's what led me to believe that that's why they weren't taken but then the doctor's like that doesn't mean anything oh my mom didn't get morning sickness oh interesting yeah but then I also feel like she's always everything was great with her <laughs> <laughs> or also maybe she's just like British and she just like pushed it down yeah, she, was like, she did not know I'm she was fine sick. I was Keep just calm always sick. And carry on exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it is interesting. I've heard a couple other comics, like Amy Schumer, I think she was like pretty open about that she had really bad. She had what is it called? Hypermemus? It's got a name to it. Um, And she was throwing up throughout her whole pregnancy. And I don't even know. How she, I think she even brought a trash can up on stage with wow. her for her special. Oh, wow. She was just barfing all the way up to the last that's, moment. Well, That's her, devastating. Because that, yes. I was like, I didn't even have that and it was always manageable. But it was just, it's just not a way that I want to live my life. And then yeah. um, the, I, you get all these symptoms. Like I got constipation. You get gingivitis. Whoa! It flares random. up. It flares up your gums, so you have to be really careful of um, flossing and making sure you're on top of wow. your hygiene. Wow. Um, also, it slows down your digestion. So every time I would eat, I would feel so uncomfortably full and bloated. Wow. wow. So not only just like morning sickness, I was just like uncomfortable. I just felt ugly for three <laughs> months straight. <laughs> Like I yep. couldn't, and also at that time, like I didn't get my hair cut. I just felt like I was letting myself go. Yeah, yeah. you're just kind of like uh, rolling around <laughs> in the basement down here, <laughs> just wearing sweatpants and having a Pentecostal hairdo, <laughs> um, which I finally took care of last week. Yeah, and your now hair looks great. Your highlights are gorgeous. And now we're both short hair. I yes. didn't mean to go that short, but she was like, I don't want to give you too many layers because it's the summer, but I'm like, yo, but I like that. Yes. So she did her own thing. <laughs> I love when hairdressers are like, oh, I'm just going to do my own thing. And you're like, I know. They're and like you, you look like them. Me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I have your haircut now. Yes. Um, I went to her because she's like right down the block, but I will say getting your haircut, that was also a game changer. Oh my God. Feeling better. Yes. Yes. And you have to make time for that too, especially now that you're a mom, you know? Yes. And the other thing too is like, I don't know when to show the baby bump because I can't, all I see right now is that I'm just bloated. Yes. And some girls, like I'm looking at Rosebud's baby bump. I'm like... She has a very defined bump. I saw the photo. I was like, okay. But I did see your baby bump when we went for our picnic two weeks ago. And I said, I think it looks there. I think it, it looks But it felt there. like gas. I know. I feel like anytime I eat pasta, I'm like, I have a, ba- a bad baby bump right now. <laughs> and then I'm like, why is my baby bump like on the upper? And then I'm like, I think I'm just getting fat. Yeah. And well, it's not showing. Too. That I, yeah. we talked about the two, like, I don't want to take a, what I think is a baby bump. <laughs> and then I'm just showing people my fupa. <laughs> They're like, Sarah. <laughs> Life begins. <laughs> In the front upper pussy area. <laughs> so I was like, I think the girls that show their baby bump are naturally skinny or like always yeah. had good abs. And then that's another thing you go online to look at baby bumps and you've got women at the same weeks that you're at look like they're nine months pregnant. Or then you've got CrossFit bitches that aren't just full on abs. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's totally a range of what people have. Yeah. Now, are you going to do nude pregnancy photos? Because I think you should. (laughs) Casey Balsham, our friend. Hers is so good, but I I just don't think mine will come out that night. (laughs) I don't think mine will either. (laughs) I mean, you can go to her Instagram. It's 
Casey Balsham is her name, but she's a comedian. Hopefully we'll get to have her on after her baby is an infant now, but we adore her and she has an incredible, she's an incredible work, big, beautiful one woman show about her fertility journey and we adore her, but she did these, she kind of was like doing, you know, gorgeous pregnancy photos and then just decided, of course, like last moment to go nude. This is what I gathered from her description. Yeah. And they are so stunning. They are, they're great. But I'm like, I do not want to see mine that I'm like rolling on the floor. I look like a clown. Yeah. What my brother and my sister-in-law, they did pregnancy photos in the field where my brother's holding her bump and my sister and I rag on them <laughs> so hard. We're, we bring them out every year in a text <laughs> There's something, yeah. The the I'm not doing that. The pregnancy photo is like it's like the evolution of like the engagement photo, which is the evolution of the senior photo. It's the emasculating of men in yeah. a weird way. You're like, yeah. I just want my guy to put on a linen shirt and hang out in pussy willows. Yes, or something. <laughs> Pretend weird. that we're here organically having a tea party because <laughs> this is something that we always do. We always go to the field <laughs> once a year. He makes a beautiful scone assortment. <laughs> so. Stupid, but if you're doing that, that's great, and I love it. I love it for you. Well, I I had found some really hilarious engagement photos. You I should I can't, find some of these later. Yeah, some funny funny pregnancy photos or something. But I had found some that they're just so funny because they're like so. It's such a pose, you know. Like we're eating pizza. You yeah, know? it's like come on, you guys aren't feeding each other pizza. That's that's yes. a red flag that the relationship's in trouble and it's toxic. Ex- yeah, it. I think all sometimes all of that you're like, who's this for? Right, And I think it's for, you're putting on a show rather than like actually enjoying each other's company. I also find like sometimes birth announcements to be so eye rolling. It's like a puzzle you have to figure out. And (laughs) you put all this emotional labor on your family to be like, huh? And they're like, I don't get it. And you're like, oh, well, we're having a baby. Fuck you. (laughs) I do that. I remember, I remember, um, the episode of full house when, um, uh, Becky tells Jesse that she's pregnant, but she t- she cooks him this meal and it's all baby foods. Yeah. And, but he can't wrap his mind around. She's like, don't you like the baby corn on the cob? And he's like, yeah, it's great, I guess. She's like, how about the baby Brussels sprouts? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever this. Because you're they're not in that mindset. They, yeah. They don't know they have to solve a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I love that you already know the sex of the baby, but also doing a gender reveal party. That would be hilarious. <laughs> That's also atrocious, too. Yeah. Um, I'll have baby culture, but I guess we can also, like, that will just be, like, another topic. I'm oh, sure, for sure if you guys probably know a, a bunch of other stuff to talk about with um, baby stuff, I would love to hear. Because I bet you so much of it's so eye-rolling. Oh, my gosh. But I love it, though. Like, well, I'm going like, yeah. to throw you a baby shower. I would can love I? that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm nominating myself <laughs> live on air. Oh my gosh, I'm absolutely going to do it. And I already have, um, I've already been planning in my mind, but I won't tell any secrets until later when I feel like I need to tell you something. And if it gets too stressful for you, you can back out at the last minute. I'll get depression. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sarah, I'm depressed. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. We have so much fun stuff to look forward to. So everybody make sure you like and subscribe down here on our YouTube. Yes, and then if you have any questions. Oh, also, just a heads up. I probably am not going to release the name of the kid. No, I don't think you should. I think you should keep it because you don't want people to comment on it. No, and I also, my theory is like, I think it's really weird when I went into a school of graduating of 900 
kids in my senior class. And then the, with the years of being on Facebook, I just remember I had a friend that I barely knew just over, but I knew her over the years. I follow her and her progression of her family. She had boy, two boys. I see them. They went, obviously came back to King, went to visit. I see them riding their bikes on the green belts. And I'm like, it is so fucking weird that I know their names and they don't even know who I am. Yes. Yes. Wild. That I was, I could have totally kidnapped them. Just roll up next to them. Hey, (laughs) hi, Todd. (laughs) And also, you know, unfortunately you are perpetuating the patriarchy by having a man. A man that is baby. true, but I I have a theory. My theory is that a lot of moms create misogyny. Oh, interesting. Well, because that's usually yeah. who the mom, the mom and the child are usually like when you go to therapy. Yeah. Sometimes my therapist, I'm like, oh, what is it, my mom? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what it, is that? Yeah. What they teach you in therapy school? Yeah. I'm just like, just say it's the mom. Yeah, just say it's their mom. <laughs> they can't do anything because it was all really long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, that's a lot of pressure, that intimate. I mean, we just had Mother's Day, you know, so it's like it, I do think the role of the mother is, I mean, you'll never be able to do it in a way that's perfect. Like, no, and you have to surrender. And I'm not into like boy mom, girl dad. Yeah. I also think that is in a weird way perpetuates this weird like sex as if like I didn't know what it was like until I had yes. a, the a gender identification yeah. of thing. Um also, like when people are like, it's so different when you raise a boy. Like I was talking to my mom and I'm like, I think that's just like people's weird projection that they put on where you're like, I don't think it needs to be that different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's all it's so many different things. It's like who's to say what's actually happening in reality and what what's going on in your own mind. Yeah. But I love um, Gina Brion. I, we should get her on. She's su- such a fantastic comic and she is um, she's a boy mom, but she's got some incredible um, material about how she's she's like now getting um, pressure from friends like, um, you know, you, you need to start him as a feminist. Yeah. And she's like, can I teach him the alphabet? Can I? <laughs> Can we start with the alphabet? I know there is a you're like maybe not teaching them about the patriarchy will be like they're not they won't do the patriarchy thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think weirdly you instill these. It's kind of like I always think of Sarah Silverman's joke of like um, telling girls you can be anything you want. When yeah, you never like- say that to boys, so it's like this weird thing. It's almost like. When you're like going to the shower and your friend's like, I will not read your diary. Why are you saying that? Nothing bad's going to happen to you in there. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. It's so hilarious. Yeah, just people are people are bonkers and I just don't want them that into personal life. No, absolutely not. I like we have peers that have kids and I know it seems like we think we're celebrities, but I will definitely putting emojis over faces. But I will I do a, a very private Instagram account. Oh, yeah, for friends. Yeah. Oh, I like on Instagram now you can do the close friends. But, yeah, I love um, comedian Abby Crutchfield. Yes. She does emojis over her child's face. And I'm like, do not say the name. Don't say the name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't blow up the baby's name secretly. Yeah. Um, but I think it's I think it's great. It's very tasteful. Yeah. You know, it's nice to do that. And uh, this is so exciting. I We're off on, you know, we're, our journey was going one way. And now we're, we're on a different <laughs> different journey like we a were on twist. a boat trip now we're on a we're camel land. ride through the desert <laughs> it is so thrilling and yes. thanks everybody for coming along with us yeah and reach out if you have any suggestions but 
don't project onto me. Yes, yes. <laughs> please send us an email at ladyjourneypodcast at gmail.com and please leave us um, a review on iTunes. I am still sending out, if you leave a review and then send us an email proving that you left the review, I will send you a spell kit. Very exciting. Very exciting. Lady Journey. Lady Journey.